name is Suzanne Legrand, and today on The Shaman's Notebook, my guest is Dr. Smita Garg, who is a soul regression therapist and founder of Kinder Way Healing. I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what soul regression therapies are. I, I know a little bit about past life regression, so I'm wondering, is it the same thing or is it something else? Oh, great question. Not everybody who works with past lives really uses the therapeutic aspect of it. And I will give an example of a client that I work with. So this client approached me because she'd had recurring throat problems. For years, she had to be on medication. Every year she had to take antibiotics, to treat her throat issues. And when we went under, we found that she had a past life in colonial India, where she was a freedom fighter. And the British had, they had hanged her to death. So we went to that past life, we went to the moment when she was being hanged to death. And we cleared out that pain. We cleared out that trauma. And it's been over two years. She's, she's been fine. She's been feeling good. When you say that you cleared out that death and trauma, how did that happen? How does remembering those past lives help us to actually heal them and let them go? A lot of people who work with past lives, they don't know how to deal with that sort of thing. They'll take you to a past life, you'll see your past life, you'll see all that, but you wouldn't know what to do with it. There's a few things different in the way I work. And one of those things is um, I call on the client's guides. Their guides are very much present there. My guides are present there too. And they are working at clearing out the past life. We call on them and ask them to help clear out. But then also as the client goes through the process, knowing that I am there supporting them, I remind them that you are only witnessing this past life. You're not really dying because look at yourself. Here you are alive in another body, in a different life. You're completely alive. So yes, you died there, but your soul is still around. It's immortal. And so what happens is a, it's, a, it's a very subtle realization but it is a profound realization of their immortality. And once they realize it, they can actually let go. And actually we do a very beautiful closure. So how is it that witnessing or remembering can also help heal at the physical level to release the, mm -hmm. The traumas or the memories that have been held at a physical level in the body? So our mind-body complex, it's not just the mind and the body. 
you know, two separate things. There's, there's layers. Every part of our being has the ability to absorb and feel everything that, that this being is experiencing. So if you look at how we connect to the world around us, say we touch something that's hot, we use our hand to touch, our hand experiences the shock of the heat and the hotness. And, and that experience of pain and the burn, it goes and it's, and it's somewhere it connects to our being in a way that our mind, you know, is, is able to realize that that's what this experience feels like. It burned the hand and the burn felt like this it caused pain and then we feel the pain so every experience of this world moves through our body into other layers of our existence and if it's deeply violent or traumatic it has the ability to stay for a long time and become a part of our being. I'll give you another example of a friend that I worked with. He went into past lives and every life he went into, he saw this dark entity that frightened the hell out of him. And we did a lot of clearing and, you know, at one point he said, Smita, I don't know what this dark thing is. It's following me from lifetime to lifetime. So I said, okay, let's talk to this dark thing. Let's have a face-to-face -face talk, see what it's about. And it turned out that it was guilt coming from a specific past life. We hadn't cleared that guilt yet. And it was so deep that it had followed him through different lifetimes. And he was seeing it as this dark thing. He had come to me with issues related to his kidneys. He had some kidney stones that he was going to go under um, surgery for. And he was in a lot of pain. None of us, neither of us knew how much this dark entity called guilt was connected to his kidney stones. But here's what happened. We cleared out the dark thing. And two days later, he was able to pass out the kidney stones naturally. Are there some patterns that you see in, in past lives? Mm -hmm. um, let me talk about this issue of women who have developed breast cancer. And when they come to me, I realize that almost always they have been denied love in some way, shape or form. And what that does it is it blocks their heart chakra. This whole area, this whole area, you know, where um, 
their lungs, their breathing, their heart, their chest. It's almost like the weight of being denied love is so huge that it changes into breast cancer or, you know, some dreaded or awful lung-related disease. And that's something that can also be possibly cleared mm-hmm. with the kind of, of past life regression that you do. Yes, totally. Because a big part of my practice is, is talking about self-love, is helping the client see how important self-love is. And also accessing your inner child, because a lot of us forget that it starts early, the wounding, the, the, the traumas, sometimes they start early. And those who are sensitive, they accumulate from a very young age. And it just keeps growing layer over layer. So how yes. did you get into this work? Well, it's a very personal story and I'm happy to share. I was a very sensitive child growing up. I had extreme sensitivities and that meant sensitivities to smell, to feelings, emotions, taste, everything to, to touch. Like I really have a hard time wearing any other you know, type of material, except for cotton or, or really soft model, or, you know, I can't really wear a lot of different materials because my skin is so sensitive. So growing up like that, I always wondered, why am I so weird? And uh, people around me, the grownups always commented on, you're so sensitive. And I always took it to be something negative. And pretty soon I began to sense, you know, different kinds of presence around me. And then in my early twenties, I lost some people close to me to what I thought were untimely deaths, unnatural and untimely deaths. And that sort of really affected me. It affected me in a bad way where I lost sleep. I lost a dear friend to suicide and a week before he died, he had been on the phone with me for two hours, letting me know what a wonderful life he had, how he was feeling very settled, very happy. And nothing about him told me that he had planned to take the step. And then a week later, I heard that he had shot himself to death. It just shook me up. I couldn't sleep for over a year because in some ways I felt responsible. I felt like, why could I not catch that part of him which was struggling? Why was I fooled by that phone call? Maybe I could have saved him, but there was just no answers. 
And so as my fear of death grew, because I, I did develop a fear of death, I thought I would lose everybody I loved. I started to look into overcoming that fear. So that's where my, my journey into near, um, near deaths and past life uh, regression started. I, I started to look for material and the more I looked for material, the more that material flowed towards me. It was really interesting that I would turn on the TV and there would be somebody talking about a near-death experience or somebody talking about a past life regression that they had experienced. All the signs pointed to that this is where I was meant to go. And in parallel, I was struggling in my career because, well, here I was getting my doctorate in arts education, but in terms of jobs, nothing was showing up. And I was really, you know, puzzled by, by all this. So eventually what happened was I, I ended up spending about eight years studying past life regression therapy. Dr. Brian Weiss's work came my way. I read all his books. I studied a lot of near-death experiences. It turned out that he was, he was teaching about death and life after death. And so all the answers I was looking for arrived without much struggle once I came into alignment with what I was meant to do. And, and that's how I went into past life regression therapy. I'm curious, after you found out more about past lives and uh, just what might be in the afterlife, did that change how you felt about death? Totally. There was a point where all my panic around death simply left me. And I realized that we were all immortal. We never die. I realized that death was only a stop. And in fact, our real birth is our death. When we die, we go home. And I put my books away and I thought I was done studying death once I, once I overcame my fear of death. Then I met my twin soul and I was directed back to past life regression because I wanted to know what was this connection with this person. And what happened then was I started to get visions not realizing that my soul was awakening to its true nature, to its true purpose, and that this person was helping me awaken to the true me. So in one of those visions I had, I had three very significant visions. One of those visions I was shown that I am meant to work with grief. And I was told that my, my purpose here was to help people with their grief. So I asked, 
whoever, whatever that voice was that was talking to me, I asked that voice, how am I supposed to help people with grief? Is it through art therapy? Because yeah, I always did want to do art therapy, but here I was, I had already been through like 12 years of college, gotten my doctorate and everything. I really did not want to go back to school. And they said, that's what you have to figure out. <laughs> ah, how interesting. So knowing your purpose doesn't necessarily mean that you have all the answers. You still got to do the work. The legwork is something that we have to do on our own. Yeah. And so then I said to my guides, well, you, got, you guys have to help me here. And then one fine day, it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, oh my goodness, I've been studying regression therapy for over eight years. And maybe that's, that's the route I need to take. And once that thought came to my head, everything became smooth sailing to the extent where before I left for Dr. Weiss's uh, training, I got visions and in my visions, Dr. Weiss and I were present in a different realm and he was training me. He was teaching me something which I didn't understand at all. I would wake up completely blank, but in the visions, I would understand everything he was teaching me. And then when I finally went for the training on earth, which was at Omega Institute in upstate New York, I realized that his style of hypnotherapy completely flowed out of me naturally as if I'd been doing it all my life. And then it started to make sense that I truly was being awakened to my soul's purpose in this way. And so here I am. <laughs> Do you think that there's a lot of grief right now in, in the communities that you work in? There is a ton of grief. There is grief that comes uh, from various historical events, which have been very brutal and violent. There's a lot of grief embedded in various parts of Mother Earth. There's grief that moves from, it moves through our bloodline and there's no getting away from it. So sometimes people wonder why they feel a heaviness. They don't really have an idea, but they don't feel light, they don't feel joy because there's grief in their life that's weighing them down and they often don't know where it's coming from, but it's there. So people with depression, people with, you know, all kinds of mental, emotional struggles, um, there's a lot of grief in our world, no doubt about it. And there's a lot of grief around, uh, not knowing or understanding that we don't really die, that death is not the end. So there's that personal kind of grief, and then there's grief that comes from living in this world in areas which have 
grief embedded in the soil, literally. There's one thing about past life regression and the work I do, any soul regression work, it, it basically is about coming into your true authentic presence. So you can't really hide anything from source energy. And when you are present in that session, if you're hiding something, you're not really going to see anything. You're, you're going, you might see something, but you may not see the entire truth. Any soul regression offers you is the opportunity to come out with your truth. Today on The Shaman's Notebook, my guest has been Dr. Smita Garg, who is an arts educator, community activist, and soul regression therapist. For more about her work, visit kinderwayhealing.com or go to her Facebook page, Kinder Way Healing. I am Suzanne Legrand, and this is The Shaman's Notebook. Each week, I bring you interviews with alternative healers who are changing the way we understand the nature of disease and also bringing you surprising ways we can heal ourselves and others. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave a comment. Thanks for listening.